Jim Rose of the Jim Rose Circus, and uh, before I put my face in broken glass and let somebody stomp on the back of my head, I have to listen to Sick and Wrong. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly, the other host. What's up there, Wacker? Not much. Where's, where's your tequila? It's right here. Is it time? I don't know. I thought you were telling me. You're Some going Tory on time. and on during the pre-prep. On and on. Preparation for the show. On and on. Ad nauseum. Tequila day. It's National Tequila Day. It's like, is this? Do you look forward to this holiday more than oh, you look forward like to Christmas? Oh, it's like Christmas. <laughs> yesterday, I think was yesterday. The day before was National Hot Dog Day, so it's a big week, week for me. <laughs> it's like Passover. <laughs> what did you do for Hot Dog Day? Well, I have this menorah that has eight hot dogs, <laughs> and I eat them all. Just eat them all at once. <laughs> it's like eight fucking hot dog buns with hot dogs in it. What kind of tequila are you it's drinking? It's a wackerly tradition. I think it's Hornitos. It's not bad. It's not bad. The it's pretty good tequila. tequila. It's, it's decent. All right. all right. Cheers. It's not. Happy it's no Patron. Day. Did you know Patron's owned by the guy who owns Paul Mitchell hair products? I thought it was that. For some reason, I thought it was like Budweiser. I thought Budweiser owns some kind of tequila. Tequila. Uh, tequila they probably distiller. own uh, El Toro or something. But uh, and the Paul Mitchell heiress, who's worth shitloads of money, she's a drag racing driver. This was all in the San Francisco Chronicle this week, and. She's either dating or married to that guy Jesse James, former hmm. husband of the the Nazi, right? The guy that was dating Kat Von <laughs> well, D or Sandra Bullock, right? He was yes, right. And then he dated a girl who maybe had some Nazi memorabilia lying around her apartment. I thought he, I thought he was fucking Kat Von D for some reason. Oh, he was for a while too. I don't okay. think she was the. She's Nazi a Nazi one, though. too, though. Oh, is she? I think they're both are Nazis. Does she have a swastika tattoo under her hair? No, but I, I think, uh, yeah, I think she actually does have a swastika tattoo. I know he yeah. does. It's in jest. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, didn't the Ramones have like neon glow, day glow, like Nazi t-shirts or something, swastikas? But it was I'm, art. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, that, but that, yeah, that's, they're, they're expressing themselves. They're making a statement. Jesse James, just that guy hates Jews. Straight up He's an like an Iron Cross and like an eagle and a swastika on your back. Well, th- that's oh, what I'm saying. Kevin it's D, ironic. Anti- oh, it doesn't semi. look ironic. <laughs> but wait, so so Paul Mitchell's daughter is worth right. what millions? Yeah, trust fund just worth millions. She's dating. She drives this guy. a drag race. She drives a drag race car, and actually, I guess she's pretty good. What is the appeal of this guy Jesse James? What does he even do? Why is he famous? He's a bad boy. But what does he do? Does he have a job? He's a bad boy. So he, he just works fucks with, rich. Chicks. Works with his. He works with his hands. He used to have a TV. Was he show. a plumber? No, he's a mechanic. He, well, he was one of those first. Shows where like like the hard ass oh. guy makes a hot rod, you know, and he works that? on the hot rod. Okay, one of those car shows. I don't watch. He the was car like the shows. first one. I don't even. It was called like Jesse James Garage or something like that. 
That's how he became famous then. Yeah. He did it on, he did it his own way. He didn't just fuck a bunch of famous chicks. I'm, yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't hold it against him. I'd do the same thing. If the I funny was thing is he just looks talented. like a wheeler. <laughs> he looks like any old wheeler from our whole hometown. This looks like a Hessian covered in swastika tattoos. <laughs> it's an Aryan Hessian. I, I just don't right. get how these girls date this guy and what and what how do they climb the social ladder dating this guy? They've already climbed it. That's the key. Yeah, I guess I mean, Sandra Bullock didn't need him. Yeah, I guess they're trust famous. funders. And this chick, Paul Mitchell's daughter. I don't even think the guy's name isn't Paul Mitchell. I think it's just Mitchell. The Paul guy's a different guy. Or maybe it's Paul. I don't know. Anyways, she's an heiress to the Patron Paul Mitchell money. I got to say that I, I assumed Paul Mitchell just because of his profession, his yeah. fortune. I, I assumed he was going to be gay. Yeah, you think about it, like a Ralph Lauren, same thing, yeah. but he's just a straight guy. That's weird. Oh, well. Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got to be. That guy's gay, isn't he? Some of them are gay. What's uh, Versace? Oh, God. That she, he has a creature for her. He has a daughter, and she's a creature, but I still no, think he's gay. Is that his daughter or his wife? No, I the think creature. It's his daughter. Okay, could she's you imagine? She's a plastic surgery nightmare. That could turn anyone gay, looking at that thing. Well, it's his daughter. Ugh. Could you imagine Joan Rivers and his daughter getting it on? Yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> Maybe you'll see that at Comic-Con. A trailer <laughs> for Joan Rivers and Donatella Versace getting it on. It's the next Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pacific trim. So I might be going down to Comic-Con uh, on Saturday. It's this week, you know? It's going on right now. Oh, yeah? It's already started? Are you bummed that you can't go being a... No, no. But you're, you're, you're of that nerd mentality. You got right. nerd cred. I like to read comic books, and I like to watch science fiction movies, and I like to play video games. I don't need to dress up and go... <laughs> go be a video game or a comic book well you know what though do they even care about comic books anymore there there are some comic is... there are some comic guys who are there who i would go seek out okay they might have a couple comic book authors but the big thing the main thing is the tv shows like walking dead game of thrones has a big thing yeah you know, my, my girlfriend is uh you know, she's into that cosplay scene i still don't mm -hmm. get it but hey, you know, she has a ton of fans. She's getting paid to wear some sexy outfit and distribute flyers or something. I think she also has a brand. Flyers for what? Scientology? Um, no, she's, she's being sponsored by some bar. And she's being sponsored by some website. And then she has her own brand. I think it's called Birds of Play, where they make uh, cosplay outfits. <laughs> Way to plug your girlfriend's uh, no, it's, company. It's, no, it's, I it's, think it's, it's called that. I don't really know. No, it's dude. They make money off of this. I'm. I, I wish know, we which is why you should plug like, it properly. Pl She's okay, your girlfriend. I, I am plugging it. It's called Birds of Play. Go check okay. it out, people. But I'm just saying, I wish I could do this. Like I wish you and I could could go out. Yeah. And, you know what they do? They <laughs> they imagine? get hired to go and uh, host the party. They go. Right, where they are you going to be Beavis this time, or are you going to be Bud? <laughs> oh, I've got the good Beavis costume still. <laughs> could you imagine? It's just like we get D and Lance at the party. Oh, great. Are they coming as Beavis it. and Butthead again? Of course. <laughs> I think, you know do. what's going to happen? If you hire us to host your party, we're just going to stand in the corner, drink all of your beer, and just poke, you know, poke out people, point at people, and make fun of them, laugh at just stupid jokes. We're not even yeah, fun like to have be around, really. I don't know. We could dress <laughs> up as Ren and Stimpy. 
Well, that's essentially what uh, what my girlfriend does, but she dresses up as like a sexy X-Men character and her friends. Sexy Stimpy? Well, you could put on the sexy Stimpy outfit. I'll there just... were sexy women in Ren and Stimpy because the John Chris Kalewski guy, he would draw like those like pinup models that would like be hanging out in the corner of the frame sometimes. Yeah, I guess there were. There were like uh, that 1950s style uh, yeah. burlesque type of dancer chicks in that. I could be Mr. Horse. He was sexy. Muddy mud skipper. But, okay, but anyway, I wish we could do something like this. So they have this website. They go get hired to go and and, uh, host parties and things like that. Oh, you want to get paid for it? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, people would pay us probably not to come to their party if they had any, you know, (laughs) say in the matter. Like a racketeering thing. Hey, uh, we didn't get the check. We're at the door. (laughs) We'll show up and just ruin your party. Give us the cash and we'll get out of here. We're going to make it just lame. Just by being there. Are you going to break our knuckles? No, we're just going to make your party really lame. But, you know, I've never been to Comic-Con. I've wanted to go just to check it out. you had been. No, I, I like the hoopla. I like to Not check it out. Not that one you haven't been to. No, I've been to... You've been uh, to E3? I've never been to E3 either. But I've been to Anaheim, the WonderCon. Oh, we went to the one up here. The one in San Francisco. We went to that, too. It's completely boring. Yeah, you know, it's not really my scene. The, the thing I... I can understand why my girlfriend likes it. You know, she dresses up in a sexy outfit. Tons of people take her photo. You know, she's a millennial. They like to be adored. They, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a narcissistic personality disorder that these millennials have, but they like to be adored. They like to take selfies. They like to post them on Instagram. They like the fact that they walk two feet and someone wants to take their picture. What I, and I understand that with girls. It makes perfect sense to me. I just don't get when guys do it. For the same exact reason. That's weird to me, dude. As a guy, like, I just couldn't... I, I mean, just, is it because you don't look like a model? Even if I did look like a model, I just think it would just be weird. <laughs> I, I mean, these guys, you know, spend like four grand or three grand on these elaborate gambit costumes or Wolverine. And then they go there and it's just like, I'm going to pose and get pictures taken of me. And then every day they have four different costumes. Do they booze? No, they don't drink. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of boozing going on. None of them drink. Like, well, they're all sober. They, can't, they wouldn't be able to fit into their skin-tight, you know, fucking Shazam outfit. And not to mention, they have these rigorous workout routines so they can wear these costumes. And they prepare for Well, you gotta look it. like a superhero or you're just gonna look like a fucking dumbass like me if I put on, like, a Greatest American Hero outfit. Why not look like a dumbass? That's what it's all about. It isn't, though. <laughs> well, it gonna, should them, be. People are just going to be laughing at me. They're not going to be adoring me. It should be someone be like, Look on. at that loser. He thinks he looks like Spider-Man. He looks like a Spider-Man beanbag. <laughs> he looks like the alcoholic Spider-Man that's lost his job. <laughs> he used to drive that's a, a bus. a legitimate angle. Not anymore. That's good. Booze Spider-Man. That's what, that's what you should be. The See, alcoholic Spider-Man. trying too hard. <laughs> that's why I don't do it. Okay, just be a Spider-Man that gets really wasted and smells like cheap liquor. <laughs> and I forgot my costume, too. <laughs> but trust me, I'm Spider-Man. I got my Look at this spidey, white goo. My Spidey underwear. <laughs> and my you white goo all over my hands. I don't yeah. think you'd last long at the convention. You'd probably be escorted out. Right. But you know what? I'm going to, I didn't want to go. She told me that I should go check it out. I think she, she said she, I could sneak you in. Because I guess it's really easy to, to pass badges back and forth. Oh, you're going to poach? You're going to poach the con? I don't have a ticket. Yeah, it's sold out. 
Better hope they don't listen to this podcast. They'll find you. Yeah, I'm worried. But the thing is, you don't even have to go to the, the, the convention. You can go just outside. There's all this stuff. Like Tim and Eric have this. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like a fucking pedo hanging out outside of kindergarten. Uh, no, just I'm, hang out across the street. Uh, I can look at the hot ladies in their costumes coming in and leaving. <laughs> I didn't know that they have all this stuff going on in the area. That's what she said. She goes, if you can't get in, you can still hang out and check out all the stuff that's going on. Like, uh, they oh, have a Walking God. Dead obstacle course. Tim and Eric are doing something with Dr. Steve Brule. There's all this shit going on, like around the thing. Yeah, it sounds like a real party. I'm going for the spectacle, Wackerly. I'm going to go check it out. And and I'll take lots of selfies there for you, and I'll send them to you. (laughs) (laughs) When does it become ironic? When does it go from ironic to be like, yo, you are, wait, D really is taking, he's taking non-ironic selfies. How do I know? All my selfies How do I know when I can tease you about it? When you actually see a sexy girl in the selfie with me. Then that's non-ironic? That's non-ironic. Because then at that point I've crossed the line. But if you see me with like, I don't know, a kid, a Down syndrome kid in a Superman outfit. Ironic selfie. What if the, I mean like, what if the Down syndrome kid is a fan of the show? You just can't fucking like, you got to clown him about it? What if he's taking a selfie with you, his favorite podcast host? I'm not clowning. I'm laughing with him. Mm. we're both laughing at each other oh you know that's a, it's a mutual laughter he's going telling back his and friends forth. look at this dumb picture with d simon he looked like a dumbass he's so short how many selfies do you think are taken every minute at comic-con literally i mean really authentically ten thousand a minute you think ten thousand well there's over three hundred thousand people there i know i'm th- but you're saying per minute yeah, per not, minute, not how all many selfies? So that would be 300,000 people. So that would be like 3% are taking a selfie in any minute. Yeah, that seems maybe too low. Yeah, I, I, I think it might, even be, it might even be a higher stat than that. A higher figure. If five people are in a selfie, does that count as five selfies or one selfie? If they're it's, all in the same frame. It's a selfie. I think it'd be it's five I, selfies I or it's, it's one selfie. Well, it's the guy who's taking the pictures, taking the selfie. Oh, but yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of that though. I mean, it's constantly, it's a constant barrage of photos of people taking photos of themselves with other people in the background. And then they post that out on Instagram and and then, and, and, and that's what you do. This that's, has got to be like, this has got to like overload the Instagram servers. Just, just overloaded with selfies. I mean, this has to be like peak server load for Instagram when Comic Con's happening, wouldn't you think? What are your when parents? When else would it be? No, I, I think. What so are my too. parents doing? They're not going to be a Comic Con. No, I'm saying. What do your parents think of selfies? Do they know what they I don't are? Even, I don't think they know what the term means. Okay, but if you if you got your, let's say you got pep pep wacky. Dude, I had to I had to fucking help my parents with against my better my vows. I tried to help my parents with their computer this weekend. I still am smashing my head into every hard object I walk by. Wait, to teach him how to log on to AOL.com? Something like that. Jesus. Right. So this is a source for you, man. My my parents, like, just even explaining to my mom how to use her cell phone camera to take a picture of herself would probably take at least four hours, and and the chance of success would be 50-50 by the end of the four hours. No, but I'm saying, what does that generation think of the concept of a selfie? 
uh, I, I mean, I'm sure there's old people who are more into tech than my parents that take selfies. But that, the whole idea of taking a, holding up a camera to take a picture of yourself. People have done that since before a digital camera. It's well, just that now, you know, you, you don't have to wait a month to get it developed. I know it, but I, I do mean, think my, I do think my parents go on a vacation and they'll take like 30 pictures still. And you're like, mom, dad, why didn't you just take like a bunch more pictures? Oh, well, you know, cause they I, got in the habit of when you had like a roll of film, which had like 36 pictures on it. And that's what you get developed. Or then you'd have to change the, 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 the roll of film, put in a new one. And maybe you only brought two. Now you have what? Like or you might lose the other one. So yeah, usually you just took one roll of film on a trip. And so you're like, well, you want to take a picture of that? Eh, I don't know. You got to wait for like the one great moment. And then the other thing that parents do, which is why selfies would be a fucking ordeal, is they, you know, they got to like arrange the fucking scene and then like, oh, stand over here. And then like, oh, move that Pepsi can. We don't want that in the shot. I just, Maybe the kids do this too. I don't my know. point is, I just wonder what they, how they would feel about the rampant narcissism. Like, I don't even think we were that narcissistic back in the day. They don't even, I mean, okay. <laughs> Understa- understanding selfies would be one task with my parents. How but to explaining, do a selfie. Explaining Instagram and how you publish it out to the world and get followers and what it means to have a follower and why no, mom, you probably shouldn't post that because, you know, a thousand people are going to see it. I'm that's not even that's impossible. I just don't that's think they, they comprehend it. But I just wonder like why they would why? be like they, if I explained selfies to them and 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 I told them like oh well you know D's girlfriend has like 500 selfies on her phone they'd be like well why does she have so many pictures of herself? They wouldn't even be like oh well she's really you know she's into looking at herself. They just wouldn't get it. And I'd be like well she posts them to Instagram and then tons of people like them. And, you know, it's cool to get a lot of likes on your phone. That, like, they would be like, huh? I, Insta I just, yeah, what? I just likes, don't think they'd understand. Friends? But even I have a hard time understanding or relating to it. It's a game. It's gamified. What do you mean? It's like who can get more likes? Who can get more followers? Is it, yeah, when you gamify cool something, I it am. becomes addicting. It becomes like Candy Crush. So, like, you're like... You know, it's a feedback loop. It's like the cooler and more pictures I take, my last, you know, when I started this six months ago, I would get like 10 likes and now I get like 500 likes. And next year I'm going to get like 1500 likes on every picture. So in the pursuit of likes, all like, but all a woman has to do to show likes is take a picture with a little bit of cleavage. They're better at the game than you. Well, yeah, no one wants to see my cleavage. Well, they found something to take a picture of that lots of people like, so they get a higher score than you. It'd be like if you played your girlfriend in Ms. Pac-Man or Madden, you would crush her because you're better at Madden than her. But she's better at the game of Instagram than you. And I think and, and when you talk about it that way, it's like in the pursuit of likes and the pursuit of uh, the adoration of strangers. It doesn't surprise me that a teenage girl would go to a place like Auschwitz and take a selfie of her. And, and now, then, this is the this is the problem. And then tag the picture, though. Selfie in Auschwitz, smiling emoji. Certain people, they don't get the boundary between the online social networking game and shit in real and, life. And decency, common decency. And decency <laughs> and repercussions in real life for doing shit. Consequences of their actions. Right. Can you blame That's this girl, though? I mean, dude, there's a huge uproar about this. She's getting all sorts of flack. Like, she posted, okay, this, this girl named Brianna Mitchell, uh, just graduated high school. 
went over to Auschwitz with her family. I uh, posted this picture. How, how old is... We don't know how old she is. We only know that she just graduated high school. Been, like 18 or 19. She just Maybe, graduated. Not even 19. Let's Probably say 17 18 years or old. 17 or 18. All right. 17 or 18 establish years old. her age up front on this one. But so she posted this picture, and then it, it racked up like more than 3,300 retweets in a matter of a couple of days. A retweet on Twitter is like a like on Instagram. It's the best you can do. A fave is like half a like. But then she got this like barrage of abuse of people like, how can you be happy and smile in this picture? Do you realize the, the horror and the murder that happened here? Yeah, I was there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been there? No. <laughs> well, I was there. You can tell from the picture. I was there. I know about the murder. They have a plaque and everything. <laughs> Do you blame this girl? Do you fault her at all? I mean, all? I think she's a fucking idiot, but... I think she's oh, an idiot, get, too. Guess what? 17-year-old girls are moronic. Here's, I, what, here's what I don't get. She, she lives, Who, though. She didn't, she, didn't, she didn't take a vacation by herself to go to Auschwitz, right? She's with her mother. Yeah, her mother. What, 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 mother, what mother takes her 17-year-old girl? Oh, we're going on summer vacation. You just graduated. It's your graduation present. We're going to Auschwitz. <laughs> To take her to like a museum or like you know oh here's well, the Auschwitz here's is some we're gonna go through to some great nature thing and an art museum dude <laughs> or like you know we're gonna go on a fucking gondola to the top of a mountain or fucking I don't know what the fuck you do in Germany eat some chocolate no we're gonna go to Auschwitz when I was in eighth grade my dad took me to the most famous uh, Holocaust museum in the in the world well, your dad Israel. is like super Jew and and we speaking grew up. of speaking of superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> Hebrew Hammer. Uh, right, we, he's the we Hebrew Hammer. We grew up, though. I mean, we grew up, This all we watched, like, if we watched a movie, it had to be about the Holocaust. I can understand that. I mean, I was obviously Were you perfectly respectful age. the whole time you were at the uh, concentration camp? I, you know, I, it never would have occurred to me to act otherwise. I, I, it wouldn't have even occurred <laughs> I to mean, me. I mean, just recently, you did a whole intro about how, like, all the funny things that happened to you on the way to the Beverly Hills, you know, uh, Holocaust Museum. I like that museum. I thought it was amazing. Fine. Well, she, might liked, she might have liked being at Auschwitz and she took a selfie. Well, the, the thing is with, with this girl, this girl and all girls of her group, her age group, her generation, I feel that they have a schizotypal personality disorder. I don't think they, they understand the appropriate reaction of their behavior because they're not thinking about it. I don't think she's thinking about like, you know, six million Jews died during the Holocaust. They were gassed in this thing. I think what I think they're it's thinking worse than that. is how I many think, likes they're gonna get on Instagram. How many I think people it's are gonna see this that. picture? I think she is thinking about it and she just doesn't understand there's a time and the place. She's like, oh, lots of Jews died here and gays and gypsies and uh, maybe American POWs. Uh, I bet you if I took a picture of myself here, it, you know, since it's such a big world famous site, I would get lots of likes. She doesn't understand that, that there's a boundary that you shouldn't have crossed. I think what she's thinking, I mean, she could have taken a serious picture next to a plaque, but the fact that she took a picture of herself smiling with an emoji, that's what people found offensive. But What I emoji think she, did she use? The a, turd? The smiley face emoji. Oh, the smiley turd. Yeah, the smiley turd. <laughs> This place had lots of tragedy, turd. <laughs> Did yeah. you see the uh, the Cassidy Stay press conference? She's uh, the 15-year-old survivor of that family that was shot up by like their ex-brother-in-law, but she survived. She called the cops, and the cops got him. Oh, yeah, but she, but she was the only... I mean, her whole family was executed, like right in front right. of her, and she just... Yeah. yeah, 
face down on their living room carpet and somehow she got away. She played dead till he went out and she knew he was going to go to other family members house uh, and she called the cops and they caught him. He was married to her aunt though so she recognized the killer. Right, that's what I said. She was yeah. her ex-uncle-in-law or something like that. Whatever yeah. I said. But, uh, but, but I mean she, she, she just still got shot. She still got shot in the head. Was it the head? I don't think it was the head. No, it grazed the side of her skull. Oh, a graze. The well, hair. I mean, it's she still she had to go to the hospital. She got shot in the yeah, head. Right. But she's fine. The purpose of this story isn't that the press conference, she was all fucked up and talking out of the side of her mouth with like a fucking one eye drooping. <laughs> the point is, it's similar to this Auschwitz picture. She like she's like flashing up the Texas Longhorn sign and on the way to the press conference, she's like standing up out of the sunroof of a car. Like she's like, you know, like a beauty queen, like a corn prom princess at the fucking parade. And then she gets up there to talk and gives like a 10 minute speech about Harry and she's just Potter. smiling and she has her hipster glasses on and her side ponytail. And she's talking about how much she likes Harry Potter. She doesn't get, like the time and the place for that is not not right she's used to being on facebook where she's like i love harry potter and then all her friends like we love harry potter too i like this but you know what though she's gonna go up there and do this speech that was probably written for to talk about harry potter it wasn't written for i bet you her grandfather wrote it or (laughs) she did not no why why you listen to the thing it's not the words of a of an adult she might have said oh i want to make a reference to harry potter now it's helped me through this someone helped her write that speech darling you just do if that's what's getting you through you should let the people know i guarantee someone edited that speech Maybe maybe a teacher or something. I don't something. know. I think, I think, well, but, let's say somebody did write it. It's her demeanor that's the problem. Well, that's the thing. But the, the fact of the matter is, I don't think she knows how to re- react. I don't think she even knows the proper reaction. Not anymore, because now I think all she thinks about is, this is going to be retweeted a million times. This is going to be well, posted on Facebook. Well, she's probably in shock. The, the, the fault, you know, similar to the Auschwitz thing, like, why did you bring your teenage daughter to fucking Auschwitz? And plus... You know, where was the mom when she was taking this selfie? Like, swat the fucking phone out of her hand and be like, don't take a selfie here. That's tacky. Yeah. And, I, I just you know, don't... the same thing here. Why, is, why did the grandpa put this girl who's clearly not... Maybe it's because she's in shock. Maybe it's just because she doesn't have a level of maturity that's appropriate. Why would you put her up in front of, like, a ton of newscasters and cameras and shit? Just be like, No. Like, I, as the grandpa, will say something. You know, she's let her fucking deal with the, her, you know, the issues or the emotional trauma. It makes, it, it just makes me wonder the motivation behind taking a, a selfie like this or her motivation for doing that speech. Maybe she's proving to everybody I'm a survivor and I've lived through this. Maybe she's like, I'm going to be writing a memoir in about a month that's going to be ghostwritten and uh, I'll make a ton of money off of it. Who knows? She would have made a ton of money off of it if she wouldn't have been up there in front of the cameras. And now she just looks like a buffoon. Well, she's she, not I only think a buffoon; she, she looks like a psychopath. But I bet you she. But the fact that she mentioned Harry Potter, I bet you like a million kids probably liked her Instagram page now. So maybe she's a celebrity. That's the thing. We live in this celebrity culture. That's what we want to do. There's no humility anymore. Look at Foxy Knoxy. <laughs> Amanda you know, you, Knox. Yeah, Amanda Knox. She is hot, though, don't you think? Yeah. Of but I mean, do you think Amanda Knox really cares about the the, the crime that was committed in Italy? Yeah, she fucking cares. I don't think she feels. <laughs> She's any been like trapped being in the involved. Italian judicial system for fucking what seven years. Whether she did it or she not, she wishes I don't think she, she hadn't. Re- the reason and what happened was she she reacted inappropriately. Yeah, after she after know her, her friend react. was murdered, 
she was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Then and happens. that's why the Italians were like, she's guilty. Nobody not guilty would act that nonchalantly about their friend being murdered. But it's the same thing. She just didn't, can't gauge the appropriate emotional response. The, the appropriate emotional response. And she definitely now, if you could go back, she'd be like, oh, my God, if I could go back, I would have stayed out of the spotlight or I would have, you know, tried to mimic some kind of real emotional thing that people could identify with. And then I wouldn't have had to go through all this judicial bullshit. I blame Kim Kardashian. Well, yeah. It's the Kardashians. Paris came before her, though. Paris Hilton, Kardashian, alone. Same time. Same time. Yeah. It's a triumvirate of twats. And I think they've all just influenced all these millennials. What about Lionel Richie's daughter? She was just along for the ride. She got out of it. Yeah, and I think she's like doing her own thing now. I don't, but she's also not like, she doesn't thrive in the spotlight. She's not making sex tapes to become famous. You know, and I think that's what it is. Lohan it's the moment became in the famous sun. as a child actress, and she was pretty good at one time. So she's also sort of half there. Because then she became she, she a mean girlless hack. But yeah, but then I think she, she was in like the remake of uh, some of those Disney films, Freaky Friday. I just feel that kids need to take a step back and look at what they're doing. You know, they just what, need to have, they need to have their access cut off. Yep, like, there you go again. Children, children should have. They're too exposed. <laughs> they're too immature to be putting all this shit out there that anybody can see and will be fall, haunting them for the rest of their lives. I just feel in this day and age, you, you, have to, you have to have some forethought to your actions because you, you have to think of the consequences with what you do all the time. Like if you're going to go to, to Comic-Con, you know, and, and wear some sexy revealing outfit and your picture gets retweeted a million times and a bunch of guys are like, yeah, we've been jerking off on this and, they, and then they Photoshop different heads all over it, whatever. You can't be surprised about that. Because you're the one taking Different selfies. Heads. <laughs> like whose head? No, you know, like you know, they'll, they'll take a picture. Joe Rivers and, and whatever. Um, Chris Farley. It's like you know, you become you become mocked on the internet or ridiculed. You're putting yourself out there for that to happen. Oh, I thought you were talking about other heads for the purposes of jacking off. Well, that could happen too. You never know. What do you find more offensive? The fact that some teenager, American snot nosed American teenager, is taking a selfie in Auschwitz, or the fact that they built a McDonald's next door? Or across the street. Did they? Yeah. I thought they were, they were going to. Neither one really bothers me. The thing about Europe is like they don't have as much room as the United States. So you got to build a McDonald's somewhere. It's going to be right there. <laughs> People are hungry walking around Auschwitz. Big camp. It's probably a Jewish guy owns it. <laughs> what the location? <laughs> I imagine an Israeli probably owns it. It wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, people, this is episode 442 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. Um, you know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We'll read them here on the show. If uh, we give you credit, read your name, you can email me, and I'll send you a sick wrong care package. Seriously, I promise. Uh, we got some good ones here this week. Uh, before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item... Three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. 
So the first story here came in from Pinconning Picker. He's a Michigander, this guy. Some good cheese from Pinconning. Yeah, there is some good cheese from Pinconning, actually. Um, he writes, Steele should be glad he didn't find a gal like this. You know, I think Steele should be glad. Although I think Steele has dated his fair share of gals just like this. A Michigan woman pissed off after bad sex convicted of shooting her lover. It isn't Steele notorious for uh, giving bad sex to women. With his little pickle? <laughs> With his little pickle. So I've heard. He has to take uh, Viagra's, which he calls Ed's Meds. And doesn't he take a cocktail of Ed's Meds? Oh, like just an Viagra. Ed Med and like a Levitra and like Cialis. A Cialis. It's all mixed together. In like a in some kind of like Bloody Mary or something. It's potent. I can't imagine going through all the trouble to like procure all these drugs, but maybe he has a actual prescription. I guess. No, I think he does have a prescription. I think he goes to a doctor because he posts about it on Facebook. Hey, doc, I'm gonna fuck some whores from the bar that I have no personal contact with. Can you give me some? Uh, an absolutely boner no pills? sexual attraction to. Right. Just need an, an artificially uh, enhanced boner. So I can fuck them. And also, I need leave. a boner sometimes to jack off. Okay. <laughs> can you imagine being Steele's doctor? <laughs> I, you know, I think there's a, there's a uh, plethora of other reasons Steele should be going to a doctor than just his Esmeds. But um, we'll find out about that. You know, he's supposed to be on the show in a couple weeks. Cool. We always usually have Steele on for the holiday show. I think that should be a tradition. Is it a holiday in a couple weeks? No, but I mean, we usually have Steel on for the holiday show in, around Christmas, and then we have him on around 4th of July. And I kind of like oh, having yeah. Steel on for both those occasions. Um, I know Martin has been upset that we've had Steel on the past few times, and we haven't had him on. So he sent me these like menacing, uh, anti-Semitic actually, anti-Semitic rants on Facebook. <laughs> so I'm thinking, you know, maybe uh, offer the olive branch, have them both on. Might yeah, be a fun sure. show. Just oh, let well. him go at it, and we can just be silent. Yeah, we don't have to do anything. I'll go. I'll go play uh, video games. Yeah, just let them go at it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I think Steele has dated his fair share of girls just like this, and have disappointed many um, in the sack. So Sadie Bell here, fifty-eight years old, she told cops that she knew the married man she was sleeping with for the last fifteen years had been having an affair when he wasn't producing enough ejaculate. There's like several degrees of infidelity here. So this guy's married, and he's been having a 15-year-longer affair with this woman, Sadie Bell. But then he was having an affair on her, too, with another woman. Well, if you date somebody who's a cheater, he's going to cheat on you. Yeah. Or her. I just don't understand. Why would you have a 15-year affair? Why not just divorce your wife? At that point. These guys are just crazy. Crazy. Look at, uh, you know, Catherine Hepburn and that Spencer Tracy guy. Yeah, but that wasn't that kind of like some Hollywood cover-up or something where they both like gay or something? They were gay. They were, he was married and he was Catholic, so he couldn't get a divorce, but he was just in a ton of movies with her and it was everybody knew they were fucking each other. 
And she was fine with it, just being like, well, I'll always be the other woman. I love him so much. And he's just a big fucking Irish drunk with a huge fucking fat head. She was in love with him and he wouldn't even divorce his wife for her. But did she ever marry anyone else? I don't think so. Huh. Maybe later in life. I don't know. But this is a big, you know, this is a big thing. And well, it went one, on forever. This woman is no Catherine Hepburn. Almost, but not In quite. the looks department? Do you have a photo? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Catherine Hepburn's not that hot either. Don't get her confused with Audrey. Hmm. Kind of looks mannish. I'll have to post. I'll post a picture of her to the site. She still could have done better than fucking fat, drunken-headed Spencer Tracy. Yeah, well, also, I think, what well, about Humphrey Bogart? Fa- I think he was also famous for beating the shit out of her. Who was he married to? Some Irish cow. I don't know. Her name is lost to the history books. I'm sure it's on the Wikipedia page. But you know what, though? I bet you he, like, dared his wife to leave him. But she's like, ah, I'm getting some money. Get to do whatever I want. Don't no, have I, sex with that ugly man. I'm pretty sure it was a Catholic thing. Yeah, really this is back in the old days. You so didn't anyway, just get a divorce. Sadie Bell here. Scorn woman. Shot this guy in July. Um, last year. This is the second time she'd shot a man. She was arrested in 91 for shooting her then-husband, but was never charged. Apparently, he didn't testify. If you were dating a girl and she was like, I know it's getting a little bit serious. I should probably tell you uh, my last boyfriend, or maybe a couple boyfriends ago, I actually shot that dude. Would you be like, hmm? I would be I concerned. I through. I would definitely be concerned. Did the guy die the previous one? No, just he was shot in the stomach, hospitalized, and he never testified oh, against her. Just shot in the stomach. Oh, did you kill him? No, but I did shoot him in the stomach, and he had to have massive internal surgery. Well, oh. what's, what's funny can here... He never could get a part on again. Or got a colostomy bag. Right. That's probably why Shit's she ended in a bag up uh, in the side having of his other guy. Abdomen. Um, a judge let her out on bond um, as she's appealing the conviction. Uh, prosecutors say claim that Bell is a danger to society because... She had shot her then-husband in 91 and has a history of making violent snap decisions in the heat of an argument. I think she does jump to conclusions here. Especially, I mean, did she, she measure the, the ejaculate with, like, a graduated cylinder? <laughs> a pipette. A pipette? Like, how did she know that it was a subpar load? She could feel it. I guess, but I mean, do you, do you think he blew it in her? And she was just like, yeah. there's only a couple oh, of pumps here? Yeah, this isn't a pullout situation. Well, she's probably menopausal. I don't think girls care about the pullout. They're like, good, I don't want a bunch of cum all over me. Yeah, but do they want it just dripping out? Yeah. I guess they, they, do, the they like the, the feeling. They like the feeling of it gushing around in there. <laughs> and at, at this point, if you think like about it. the fucking Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what my load looks like. <laughs> like microscopic. Not big like the Kool-Aid man. Well, he's not going to knock her up. She's if you're like inside there, you could hear it. One day I'll put a microphone in there. Oh, yeah. So wait, wait, wait do, you, do you want to purposely watch the cream pie just to see how much is, is, is coming out? Did you ask me if I do? Yeah. No. But do you think, she, do you think she's into At that? At that point, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> My work is done here. No, I'm just like, what? Sex? Ugh, gross. Whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey. <laughs> Xbox. Xbox. Um... Cops say that uh, Sadie here felt stiffed after a disappointing <laughs> right. sex romp with 60-year-old Edward Lee, a married man with whom the Southfield, Michigan woman had carried on a 15-year affair. He's 61? He's 60. She's 58. Oh. oh. 
Uh, she was convinced wow. that he was having an affair with another woman, and she plugged him in the stomach with a Smith & Wesson. Can you imagine being 60 and having an affair? I'm, like, telling your wife, like, oh, I'm going to go golfing, and then, like, sneaking around and fucking picking some chick up and... <laughs> What, are you just boned? Do you have to, like, take her to a movie? Yeah, but don't you Such think at, at this point the wife just knows? Probably, He's, but you, know, you still have to put up understands. the appearance. Like, if the if your family friends, they can't see you because then you have to, like, explain and she'll be embarrassed. It just seems like such a waste of time at the age of 60. Just jerk off. Well, I mean, it's been a 15-year affair. Just fuck your wife. He's been, he's been fucking this chick for a long time. It's like he has two wives. Exactly. There's exactly. A girl. It's just like he has two wives. Like, think of all the shit. I mean, think of all the shit you don't have time to do when you're married. Now you really don't have time to do anything on your own. I know. And just think about it, like one wife is it's difficult enough. Two of them. I guess this is what he does. Other guys are like, oh, I'm going fishing. You want to go? No, I don't have time. You never have time. Yeah. Well, I fucked I this other lady. <laughs> you, while you're out there fishing for fucking fish, I'm getting my fucking dick wet. Did you ever meet another that, lady? that chick? Uh, I think her name was Anne. I forget. But anyway, I, I dated her briefly in Chicago. And she um, had gone to the hospital because her grandfather was dying. And she, was, she went with her mom and her dad, and they get to the hospital. I mean, he's on his deathbed. Did she take a selfie? <laughs> yeah, she should have. This is before selfies. <laughs> Bye, Pep Pep. But uh, he those, was on dude, his deathbed. And people she's there at with funerals her, next with, to the corpse. She's there with her, uh, with her mother, her father, and her grandmother. And then a whole other family came in. And she's like, who are these people? And uh-huh. like her, her mom started crying. She's like, who are, why are you here? Blah, blah, blah. Turns out the grandfather had been having an affair with this other woman, had a whole other family. And the grandmother knew about it. She just never said anything about it. Just never divorced him. Just lived with it. That's even better. That's better than the, that's better than the 15-year affair. Like, oh, no, I have like a whole other set of grandkids and I got to buy them all fucking presents. Well, that's what I said. I was like, what'd you do? She goes, oh, my mom started swearing at the other, the other woman, you know, his, nice. her, I guess it would be her sister-in-law. A real Jerry Springer moment. Yeah. That's, she said it was a total Jerry Springer moment. I was like, what did you do? She goes, I just went out and smoked weed. I didn't care. She kind of never liked that guy anyways. Fucking old bastard. I was like, okay, nice. Nice family you have there, woman. Never <laughs> happens with the Jews. Um, no, no bickering. <laughs> no second families. Uh, she stated that she knew he was having an affair because he wasn't producing enough ejaculate. She also told police some other very graphic things. She's like a proctologist. <laughs> well, I don't think he's blown in, in her. Do you think he was checking her, his prostate and just being like, how much semen being produced here? I thought the proctologist dealt with all that shit down there. Dude, I think it's a urologist that goes for your balls. Oh. All right. But maybe. That's what she is. <laughs> The proper amount for a 60-year-old man at this time of day is 17 milliliters. <laughs> I, just, I just like the idea of this, like, I don't know, middle-aged black woman just holding up a graduated cylinder and being like, you only have 16 milliliters of sperm. Is she That's, black? Yeah. Her name's Sadie oh. Bell. She's in Detroit. I don't know. I don't think she's Indian. <laughs> this sounds like an old lady name. Um, Sadie Bell. She told police some very graphic things about how she expected him to perform. She said she was a cheap date, she likes sex, and she expected him to be able to do what he promised. And he didn't. So she was pissed off and she shot him. This is what, this is the, tra- I mean, this is the tragedy of life. When you're in a relationship with somebody and everybody's getting older, one of the people is going to become less interested in sex than the other person used to be when you were both 
fell in love. And it's, it's going to happen to everyone. And then you write an Excel sheet about how many times you didn't have sex. Right. <laughs> that's just some, that's just, okay. We were talking about how millennials don't know how to fucking act. That's how Gen X tech dudes don't know how to fucking act. Don't send that shit to your wife, dude. Just, just don't do it. I know you wrote it up and you're about to send it, but just fucking put that shit in the trash and then, cl- and then clear the trash. Well, the funny thing about that, it's like, okay, maybe you didn't get laid that many times before. Now you're never going to get laid because that's all she's going to think about, you idiot. Right. Plus, your wife, who you married, now feels like complete shit. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, what, what do you think she's going to read that? Well, like, oh, it was yeah. true. It I guess just I the facts. I haven't been fulfilling my quota here. Let's just start having sex again. What an idiot. Just an idiot. But you know what the problem is here? Is he, doesn't know, he doesn't know how to behave appropriately. The problem the is here, problem. though, is his wife would be used to this type of disappointment. I don't think she cares. But this other woman, he's been having this affair with for 15 years. She has expectations. She expects a certain amount of semen to come out. A certain <laughs> amount of, a certain time period of sex, a certain amount of orgasms. That's the problem. Manage your lady's expectations. That's what she should do. the fun out of it. But I think that's what Steele does. I think it's like, Steel, like he's a fucking, it's like he's a fucking cow. He's getting <laughs> really? milked. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not a fucking cow, baby. Well, I think, that, off I think that's what John Steele does, though. Is I think right from the get-go, in the beginning, he's like, this is my pickle. i got to take this cocktail of erection dysfunction medication to even make it work. We're probably going to only have sex maybe for about a minute and a half before I either go soft or blow it prematurely. That's what you should look forward to. Hey, yet they still stick around. Yeah, and that's it's what amazing. happened. It's like a miracle. It's a holiday miracle. <laughs> a holiday miracle. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Have you ever... Uh, I generally don't, I guess I don't, I just, I'm not a cheater. I don't cheat on my girlfriends. Not that I'm some paragon or anything, but I only say that to be like, but I have like, have you like jerked off too many times in the day? And then you're like, (laughs) oh fuck, I forgot I'm supposed to like hang out with what's her name tonight. Uh, I mean, I usually remember their names. I'm just trying to like not say people's names. Uh, And you're like, oh shit. (laughs) And you do have sex and it's just like, (laughs) I mean, you can get it up. But there's just no load left. But that's the worst, though. When you just when you end up like blowing your load, and you, and you haven't seen your girl for like three days, but you've been jerking off every day because you're like whatever. You're a guy. If you're smart and you haven't seen her for three days, like the last day you don't jerk off, and then you save it up. But like if you're like really hungover and you're like, oh fuck, I feel like such shit. The only thing you can do is jerk off to make your brain feel better for like that half a second. And then you're like, oh, and then you do it again. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to have any load left. But that's a good thing about having sex with a condom on because they can't really tell. True. You know, but, if, but yeah, like I've, I've had sex with girlfriends where I've like, you know, just jerked off like three days in a row. And then we finally have sex and it's just like a couple drops. And they're just like, wow, <laughs> huge load. That's the other thing. Like, there's no volume and there's no force to it. It just sort of like just dribbles out. out the end. It doesn't say, oh, yeah, then it's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> It's definitely, not, it's definitely not a porn star load. No, I can't. Manage their, manage their expectations. Choose your partners wisely. Um, well, we were just talking about jacking off, right? 
It's always down to this to the sex. That's what, that's what this show's all has come to. We like just, to pair the stories, and I guess this kind of pairs with the other one. I suppose, but I swear to God, this show lives in the gutter. Guys have it pretty easy with jacking off because we just use our hand. I mean, sometimes sometimes guys buy the fleshlight or whatever, which you should do from Adam and Eve. It's the really sophisticated, gentlemanly thing to do. You really. But should. if you're just a degenerate like me, you just jack off with your hand. Or you or you make a makeshift. Um, foo, what is it called? A fru, a fufu towel, a fifi towel. You make nobody a makeshift does, one. Nobody does that. What they do in prison. <laughs> nobody does that. <laughs> that shit's like donkey punching. It's funny, and it's funny to see like the diagrams of how to make it, but nobody's really doing it. I bet you they do it. I know they do it in prison. Why? Why wouldn't you just jack off? Why would you like try and keep something? You got to hide it under your bed. I've heard they enjoy it. Well, they also enjoy butt fucking each other. I, I, which is also I think easier they, I than think making they prefer some that, but yeah. Why not just jack off? <laughs> okay. it's yeah, just jack off. Just reach around. Um, the Scottish woman who's thirty-eight. Hmm. I I assume she was older than us, but she's actually younger than us. Yeah, it's I gotta weird. say, I hate being older than the subjects of our stories. I know. It, it really unless makes it's me, it like unless it's the me. girl taking a selfie in Auschwitz, like obviously. But well, there's yeah. sometimes when you, you read the story and then you think like, oh, how old is she? And you're thinking that she's older. It's kind of like when you watch baseball, which you don't do. But football, the same. Because you grew up watching it, right? Well, you and they're ex- like the big sportsmen. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, man. these guys. And then you're like, wait a minute. That dude's like half as old as me? What in the fuck? Well, it's Especially because they, they come right out of college. You just don't think about it that way anymore. Like, I, I still think John Elway's playing for Denver. But then you realize, no, Elway's like 60. Right, and the guy who is playing for Denver and Elway's position is like 27, well, like 10 years younger than me. Yeah, it's depressing. 12. It's just weird. It's like a weird disconnect. That's kind of what happens with the story because you think like, oh, this lady must be like 58. She's yeah, actually exactly. 38. I know, but what do you think she looks like though? Well, she's been complaining of severe weight loss, shaking, and lethargy. Uh, she'd also experienced mild incontinence for a few weeks. That's, I think the incontinence that, is why I thought she was older. Hmm. That might be part of the weight loss though. This is actually, you know, this is kind of, is giving me some ideas about a new diet. <laughs> she went to the Aberdeen, this is in Scotland. She went to the Aberdeen Royal Infirmary and the doctors were shocked to discover a strange foreign body protruding into her bladder from her vagina. It's like an alien. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like movie a movie alien. Yeah, or a, a chestburster or something. Right. Uh, they found out it was a five-inch long sex toy, a dildo, if you will, maybe a vibrator, one of the two. Probably five just inches a dildo. only. Maybe it was a butt plug. Yeah, but you know what's weird about this though? If you're going to use a vibrator, why would you get just a five-inch one? Why not just? Get, I mean, <laughs> any guy is probably going to have an average, average penis. Is what five to seven? I think I heard something on the radio that it really is more like five. So then why not get like a nine inch vibrator and at least pretend not all, we're not all size queens like you. No, I'm just, if I was a woman and I was like going to masturbate with a vibrator, I'd probably play up the fantasy. Maybe she's not a raging whore with a gaping <laughs> vagina like you are. <laughs> I need a nine inch to satisfy me. She's I'm selling D7. herself short here. She's selling herself short. Maybe she didn't want to stretch it all out. That's a good point. I mean, it's be, it'd be like, why, you know, you and your V-neck t-shirts, what, like, why don't you get one with like a 18-inch wide V-neck? It's like, no, I just want a small one. It's fine. 
I guess it makes sense, though, if you think about I it. I got my, the V in mine goes all the way to my belly button. If Scottish dudes had like nine or ten inch cocks, they'd hang out under under the kilt. So they probably are like you know. That's cold what, there. Yeah, it's probably like on average what three to five inches in Scotland. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's still just covered up by red hair. You can't even really see it. Just a thicket of red pubes. You got to throw some flour down there and look for the wet spot to find it. <laughs> So okay, so she's like, like having sex with a normal Scottish man, five inches. Uh, medical staff were taken aback when she revealed that they're like, "Well, <laughs> there's a dildo in your pussy, ma'am. <laughs> like, why didn't you tell us that? Why'd you make us go on this fucking spelunking expedition? You've had v- pain in your vagina, and there's a fucking dildo stuck in there. Maybe you should have taken it out." She's like, "Oh, I can't really do a Scottish accent, which is funny." But she, she's like, oh, I seem to remember using a dildo 10 years ago. Jesus. With a partner. God, I wonder if she just threw the partner thing in because she was, like, scared of looking like a perv. This woman has a cavernous womb. Well, it's only five inches. Yeah, but, I mean, she shoved it that high where she couldn't even pull it out. Like, it, it was no, just here's stuck the up there. Here's the problem. She also admitted 10 years ago when she could remember using this, this dildo she was under the influence of alcohol, and she couldn't remember removing it or not. Well, guess what, lady? Not. <laughs> it's still, it's right here. I would say the ladder there. Can they, like, carbon date that thing? <laughs> or, like, count the rings? Do you think they just whitewashed it off and she uses it again? She's like, can I have it back? <laughs> was it a, okay, was it a dildo or a vibrator? I don't, if it was a vibrator, you'd have to do, like, battery acid issues. So I betting it's just a dildo or a butt plug. But butt plugs have that weird big handle. I think it's just a weird dildo. How do you think she got it so far up there? Do you think she, she was fucking herself with it and then the dude just jammed his dick in there and just pushed it up even further? That's exactly what I think happened. Yeah. And they were so drunk that they forgot it was in there. Uh, they said she had a normal IQ and no sign of psychosis. And she hasn't been subject to any abuse. It caused a rare vesicovaginal fistula, Ugh. but they were able to actually fix. And it's very dangerous. But they are because they found the source. Uh, it's where like your pee goes into your vagina. Seems like it wouldn't be that big of a problem, but God. <laughs> apparently it is. They were able to fix it though, and they, uh, you know, released her. They discharged her. No pun intended. <laughs> from the uh, hospital. But they said that it was, they, they wrote it up in the Journal of Sexual Medicine because it's the first time a sex toy has been left inside a woman for as long as a decade. Like 10 years. What, do you, what do you think they did with a sex toy? Probably they put it in the giant medical incinerator. Well, you like everything want, else. You I mean, think, how much disgu- think how much disgusting shit is produced by a hospital. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's gross. I mean, just. No, and I've seen at the Ann Arbor Hospital, which is a giant hospital in Michigan, the biggest one, basically, in the whole state, I've seen the giant medical incinerator, and it's a gruesome thing. Yeah, just medical waste. It's disgusting. Although it would be cool to take a selfie in front of it, so not that gruesome. I would take a selfie with a 10-year-old dildo that was shoved up my twat. (laughs) I mean, I I would request it to keep it. I know. It's like a part of you at that point. I think that was the problem. It was becoming a part of her. What do you think it smelled like? Uh, vagina. Haggis. <laughs> Your vagina and urine. But, um, Pus. here's the funny thing that 
they say it's the longest time a sex toy has been left inside a woman, which is a funny distinction to make, right? Because other shit has been left in, I guess the longest time anything has been in a vagina was 35 years. God. Because well, you always that? think about dudes shoving shit up their asshole and then they have to go to the uh, emergency, Man, the emergency room. room to get it uh, extracted. Apparently, women do the same thing. Uh, other bizarre items that have been found inside of ladies' vaginas have been a hairspray cap. You're fucking yourself with a hairspray, and the cap comes off, and you don't realize. Yeah, a cylindrical tin container. Maybe that's something that's common in Scotland. I don't know. A tin of chew. A plastic cup and a child's toy. And here's what I, here's the thing. So this woman, this 38 year old woman, she's being rat- written up. As oh, this is the longest a sex toy has been inside a woman's vagina ten years, but all these other things have been in for maybe longer. But the women were all using whatever it was as a sex toy. How else did it wind up in their vagina? Yeah, I mean it's not like they just accidentally sat on that child's toy and whoop, gone. Right. I mean that's what that's what men say. Like oh, I was changing I the changing a that. light bulb in my and I was naked. And that's why I have a light bulb up my ass. Like, no. <laughs> I fell off the ladder. It fell on my ass. Whatever else you sleep at night. Yeah, but I mean, they, obviously doctors know. I mean, if something ends up in your vagina, it's, you're probably trying to masturbate with it. So this woman shouldn't be in the record book. Right? Well, why not? They're saying I mean, she, she's having because they're saying the, yeah, but they're saying the record is that it's, it's, she's the longest. She's the person that has had something stuck in her vagina the longest that was a sex toy. The first she's the person with the sex toy the longest her vagina. But all these other women, whatever it is that's in your vagina, you were they were using it as a sex toy. So she should not be in the record books. Well, I guess you could say an official officially recognized well, sex point, toy. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but it's all about like what what do you you declare that that is an official dildo that's a sex toy. But yeah, I guess in comparison to the women that have had foreign objects in their vagina, She's like, what, fifth place? Third place? <laughs> they don't rank the rest of them. They do say that the practice is common, which this is probably just a woman thing. You know, guys are always just trying to shove something in their ass so they can jack off. Uh, but a lot of the... So maybe I'm wrong. A lot of the women who shove shit in their vagina suffer from Munchausen syndrome. Hmm. And that could so be... So they're trying to cause themselves medical issues so they can get uh, attention and sympathy. What I wonder is how many guys... And she had, had sex with that felt something up there. You know, that, that bumped it. It was like, oh, there's something weird and hard. There's a weird, there. hard, knurled object. I guess if you think about it, the average Scotsman with his three to four inch penis probably didn't even feel it. All right, here's a, this isn't a thought experiment, but it's a sick and wrong social questionnaire. <laughs> it's a new segment. In your experience, I'm trying to think how to word this, and maybe you can help me. How, how, how much variation is there from girl to girl's vagina that you've had sex with? I mean, I, they're I mean, all, are they all like within like 10% the same kind of shape and texture? Moisture is different, obviously. No, labia is different. Labia is different, but I... That once you're in there, you don't really feel the labia. Now, okay, so much. I'm you're talking just, about the internals. Yeah, when you're talking internally, like once I mean, you're you're yeah. proverbially balls deep, <laughs> like how diff, like it's kind of different. I think it could be. I think uh, I, I definitely think some are looser than others. I think some 
I mean, much like guys' if dicks you, are smaller than others. Even even looseness, I would kind of say, you know, correcting for the various loosenesses. I'm talking about shape, angle. Yeah, then like like oh, like there's a weird hard part in there that's different from or, other. Or if you had to if you had to like give a generic sort of just percentage difference, not counting for moisture, not counting for labia, not even counting for looseness, but just like geometry of vagina, would you say that they're like? The variation is like four plus or minus twenty percent, plus or minus five percent. I think lower than that. I mean, I, I think they're. I don't think there's that much. They're all of a within five percent. The same. The same geometry. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, mm. it's like. I mean, you, you can go in there. I would say more like plus or minus twenty percent. But maybe, maybe you know, but I haven't seen. Ladies. But I haven't seen that much of a difference. Like, I mean, maybe my dick is too small to really notice the difference. But I mean, it's not like they're. I, I've had some girls with a shallower cervix, but I mean, they all have kind of the same equipment down there. A hole. Shallow cervix, I would into. count. Yeah, but I'd I mean, like, it's damn, like that's shallow. It's like I'm, I'm like bumping up against it, like knocking on heaven's door. It feels like the tip of your nose. Yeah, some girls have that. Whereas other girls, it's have like you ever heard that? I'm not even anywhere near the cervix. That's what the cervix feels like, according to gynecologists. <laughs> if you but, press your finger on the tip of your nose, that's what it feels like. And it kind of does. They're right. But I wonder what type of woman wouldn't know that there is an object in there and couldn't feel it. Let me also state that all the vaginas I've been with are, are great. <laughs> I haven't been with one that's just been like, God damn, lady, are you a, is you an alien? <laughs> but I'm saying maybe the guys who fucked her were just like, that's different. I guess that's like your pelvic bone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I wonder. It's like, yeah, I wonder how many guys are just kind of like weird. I mean, maybe is that her cervix that I'm bumping up in, or is that a? But then, like any guy, you're just like, "Ah, I'm just happy to be fucking something. (laughs) You know what I think it is? Drunken Scotsman has no idea. Probably. Anyway, mm-hmm. people, send your stories. Stick around podcast, hotmail.com. We've got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first call, here's another word from our sponsor. What do you do when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving you got a raging boner that won't go away and you're considering fucking your grandmother? You go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, build a pocket pussy, something of that nature, so you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So go to adamandeve.com and type in the code diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E That's what Grandpa used to do to Your dad Talk to you later Bye So we got a few phone calls here to get to Um, You know one of the calls Is from a longtime fan We haven't heard from in a while Uh, Is it Morgan Freeman? (laughs) He's looking wrong It's, uh, It's Doc Long time no call Anyway, I had a... It has been a while. Do you remember uh, Doc and Kitty, married Kitty? Yeah, didn't you go on The Price is Right with them? Yeah, I was about to say that. They came down a couple years ago and uh, had an extra ticket to The Price is Right, and I ended up taking off work and going to it. Did you have Pretty to cool guess experience. the price of the ticket? Did I what? 
Did you have to guess the price of the ticket to be able to go? No, it's free. Like you just you just get tickets. Like you order them, and then it's like a lottery or something. Huh. But um, but yeah, no, it was an interesting experience. People, if you if you have like a half a day to waste, you should come down to um, West Hollywood and check that out. It's an experience. <laughs> Who was because Wayne Brady is hosting now. What happened to Drew Carey? It's weird. I watched one episode with Wayne Brady, and then another episode came on. It was Drew Carey, and I don't know if the Drew Carey one was an older one or maybe if they like like they do an hour of each. I thought Brady like, Drew, maybe Drew Carey's like the producer now, and he doesn't want to host two hours, so Wayne Brady does like one hour, and then he does another hour. I thought Wayne Brady hosted. Let's make a deal. Oh, you know what? <laughs> That's hilarious. Does he do Let's Make a Deal? I just wasn't really paying attention, and I just saw a game show. And Let's Make a Deal is kind of like The Price is Right. I mean, like, the people come up and they do some stupid game. You're right. You it know, was Let's Make a Deal. You know the difference between Let's Make a Deal, Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune, right? They're all different games. Well, Wheel of Fortune's clearly different, but <laughs> Let's Make a Deal and Price is Right, if you're not really paying attention, you're like, oh, Wayne Brady does The Price is Right now. Maybe, but there's no goddamn showcase showdown and Let's Make a Deal. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know that on the Price Is Right, and I'm really talking about the Drew Carey one now. There's uh, male showcase models. God, you know I don't recall that. Oh yeah, no, there. This I'm sure of because then I was uh, that, once a male showcase model was on, I started really paying attention. No, but for some reason I was actually paying attention, and Drew Carey's calling them out. He's like, Diane over there is showing off the uh, new kitchen dishwasher set, and uh, Ben is has a new foosball table. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm like, I, Ben? And then I you look astonished. over, there's a guy in a suit who's like, oh, Dude, seriously, check out this like, foosball table. What is Drew Carey, just having diarrhea all over Bob Barker's legacy here? I don't know if he uses that long microphone anymore either. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know, the show's not the same. Well, the it's just a different time. I think Bob would have approved. I don't really think, think he so. You would disapprove? I mean, it, they, still have, they still have two. The so they, still, they still have two anorexic, like, soon-to-be Las Vegas cocktail waitresses and just one guy. It's not like all the models. I bet you Drew Carey doesn't even sexually harass them. The guys? Or girls. Oh. Well, maybe he does. You never yeah. know. And he lost all that weight. Anyway, we digress. Sorry. couple things for you. just want to tell you a story. On uh, Thursday night, a couple days ago, I was at the bar with a friend of mine and uh, went to go take a piss. Pretty drunk. I'm pissing. Rip a fart. Feel a nugget come about halfway out. Ooh, and turtle. And with my cheeks. I caught it just in time, so I didn't shit my pants, but fuck was I close. So I strafed over to the shitter. Strafed. Right next to the urinal. You got a kind of crab walk. Yeah, no, I'm surprised you didn't just, like, ninja roll and just, like, underneath. No, no, if you roll, it's going to be all over your pants. Uh, not, I guess if you're holding your ass together, it depends on your clenching ability. True. But I guess I could see that. You could probably crab walk, and it'd be a little easier. <laughs> you shuffle. <laughs> Ripped, him, ripped it out. Ripped anyway, it out, uh, good what, buddy. What I wanted to call you guys is me and Kitty are sitting here watching fucking Wayne's World, and we simultaneously realized that 
you guys are just the modern day version of fucking Wayne's World. So, you got your D. Simon, your Wayne, and your Lance Wackerly, your Garth. Ah, uh, your Garth. So just think about that for a minute. Dude, Garth was the one that... Katie says suck a dick. <laughs> and I want to do a shout out real quick. Hey, Mom. Uh, feel better from your surgery. Love you. <laughs> This isn't fucking Casey Kasem. <laughs> I can't. What does his what mom? What the fuck was, would he call that? Long distance dedication and the long distance dedication to Doc's mom. Feel better from your surgery, and here's the Bee Gees. Does his mom listen to the show? Apparently, huh? You know, uh, what? Kim Bassinger wanted to fuck Garth, not uh, Wayne. Remember that. You get oh, the yeah, shitty Asian one. That Tia Carrera, dude. Shwing. She looks like a fucking giant man. Shwing, shwing. She's hot. Not what? as hot as Kim Basinger. Have you seen Kim Basinger now? <laughs> you, can't, you can't make that kind of a comparison. Look at Tia Carrera now. Yeah, no, I do it. Okay, fine. I mean, like, I wouldn't fuck either one. But, uh, yeah, we are kind of, I mean, Wayne and Garth were the precursor to Beavis and Butthead. And then yeah, came on. Yeah, is, is Wayne and Garth, Beavis and Butthead. I would like to think we're somewhere between Beavis and Butthead and Wayne and Garth. Not quite as intelligent as Wayne's World, but not quite as retarded as Beavis and Butthead. Well, but secretly, Beavis and Butthead's very intelligent. I mean, what's his name? Mike Judge, you know. He's I, a genius. I gotta say, I love that. I still love that show. It's I wish incredible. They, you know, they brought it back, and then they just did like one season, that was it. Yeah, fan service. We were just talking. Whatever happened to Mike Myers? It's crazy. I mean, that dude was, as far as comedy goes, comedy movies, like anything he did was gold. I mean, even as far as like uh, Austin Powers 3, which is terrible compared to the other ones, was still a pretty fucking funny movie and made a shitload of money. Was that gold member? Yeah. I liked and, all, I liked you know, all three of those movies. So I married an axe murderer. That was good. Uh, the the Wayne's Guru World movies. wasn't so good. The gu- remember the Guru? Oh, the Love Guru. The Love Guru, yeah, not so good. That was a, that was kind of a lemon. That, that was a bit of a bomb. But whatever. I mean, that guy was really f- made really funny movies, and then he just dropped off the face of the earth. Well, he had millions and millions of dollars. I think he just didn't give a shit anymore. Hmm. Whereas Dana Carvey, I can admire that. What happened, to Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey still does stand up. I was I've seen him. I've seen him interviewed on some, uh, you know, internet type interview shows. The Kevin Pollock chat show, I think, and he's pretty funny. I that guy was that, really uh, funny too. I heard that uh, he hates uh, Mike Myers. Like they hate each other. I doubt that very yeah, much. Yeah, I, I mean, I read that they couldn't work together because someone was saying, "Why don't you uh, bring back do another Wayne's World movie now?" And he's like, "That would never happen." I've heard that Mike Myers is very difficult to work with, so I do believe that. But, I mean, I, I don't blame Mike Myers. It's like, you have I think he's one of those of guys that, like, you know, everybody else that's in, uh, associated with the show is, like, bringing, uh, bringing ideas to the table, and he's probably just shooting them down. Where are just like, well, fuck, what am I here for? Just to, like, punch up your shit? That's not what I'm here for. Well, he is a talented dude, though. Right. So I understand, but I've heard that uh, Bob Odenkirk is the, Bob Odenkirk. I think is this was the same way, and he's reformed by his own words. Hmm. He's much more open to other people's ideas now, but he used to be like a control freak. I'm surprised. I, I, I kind of figured David Cross would be like that. Maybe they both were. Huh? It's interesting. Where's David Cross now? Look at Bob Odenkirk doing all these <laughs> TV shows. 
<laughs> There's some other guys from that show that did all right. Tom Kenny. Yeah. Uh, voice uh, of SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, voice of SpongeBob. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins is some, somehow oh, yeah, really no. famous, even though he doesn't really have a big vehicle to do anything. Yeah, but he's the, he does uh, the Tompkins uh, podcast. The oh, he does a podcast. Exactly. Don't belittle exactly. the medium. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk is in like the biggest fucking shows, most highly critically acclaimed shows, and Paul Tompkins has a fucking podcast. He does what we do. Two yeah, guys. He, he does it way better. <laughs> Two guys with day jobs. Not even that great of day jobs, by the way. <laughs> no, but, but Paul Tompkins does it way better, believe me. Does he? I'm sure he has a lot more listeners. It's still a podcast. <laughs> anyway, good to hear from you there, Doc and Kitty. And I uh, hope you're uh, Mima, or is it your mom? Your mom. hope your mom. Uh, your mom. Wish, I wish her a speedy His recovery. Um, remember that guy that called up the South African model, the male model? Remember that? <laughs> no. He called no, up uh, and asked, like, do you know, ask me where I live in South Africa. Then he started oh, telling, yes. no, he started telling about some story, how he goes to New Orleans, and he goes to some, like, a gas station and the guy gives him free beer and Twizzlers. And oh no, got- he lives, he lives in New Orleans now. He's from South Africa, but he actually lives in Louisiana now. Yeah. And the guy's giving him uh yeah. And the guy's trying to bugger you. Though. Yeah, exactly. We are saying he was trying to bugger you. So anyway, he calls back and lets us know what happened here. Hey, how's it being Lawrence? How's it Oaks? I guess I uh, just listened to your, um, last show. And um, yeah. I called in last time and asked you about um, if every, you know, American was as kind as the um, gas station oak that gave me free, you know, free beer last time. And um, yeah, I have a follow-up now. So when I lost, uh, I think it was a couple of days ago, yesterday, or the day before, something like that. I went in there and. Um, I think it was, uh, oh, yeah, it was uh, the 4th of July, and I had the 4th of July off from work. So I went in there and, got, you know, got a couple of beers and all that stuff, and he was like, um, his exact words were, oh, yeah, you know, you look nice. And I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's nice. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> He's nice. <laughs> nice look. <laughs> Good night, see you, hum. <laughs> I just assume that all convenience store workers are some indiscriminate foreign nationality. Not this guy. You know this guy's named Jeb. He lives like he's got like five teeth. Y'all look, look nice. You look pretty you look today, nice. boy. All right. Work today. I had the day off, and it was like, yo, I usually see you in your same clothes because I wear the same clothes, you know, every day for work. And he was like, oh. Um, but you dress up nice for the weekend, eh? And I was like, yeah, I guess I do. And, you know, I, I, my clothes I, and I, I clean up pretty well. And he was like, yeah, you sure do. And so I was kind of like, oh, thanks, but, um, you know, I checked it, you know, I checked out of there pretty fast, eh? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, it was interesting to know that he grew up in Santon. I used to, um, I lived on, um, nah, who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this could just be straight up Southern hospitality though. You really think a guy, you go to a gas station, the guy's like, you dress up pretty well for the weekend, boy. <laughs> well, you're putting an accent, you're putting an intonation. It could just be like, 
Well, you're looking nice today, son. I like a I like a young boy who cleans himself up. Said these kids come in here with their low down hanging pants and their baseball back or baseball cap, but you look real good. But Not he, to have clean cut boys around here. But yep. he even commented, usually you wear the same clothes, but you sure do clean up nice on the normally weekend. I, normally I see you in your uniform, but you look good. You should go to church, my church, and find you a nice gal to get married to. Quit trying to like that. quit trying to justify the actions of a sexual predator. I'm just not. I'm just a sexual predator. <laughs> just because. Okay, let's say he is gay. He's just trying to chat the guy up. It doesn't make him a sexual predator. How are old you is one this of guy? those? Are you one of you those? Are you one of these modern feminists who think that like all sex is based in rape? Well, if it's unwanted, <laughs> I, I just think this guy had ulterior motives in in complimenting his clothes. I think he was Ain't just nothing like, wrong with flirting. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, maybe. You know what it is? The dude's obviously attractive. He's a male model, conventionally handsome. I bet you this guy's like, you know what? He's hot. I'm going to compliment his clothes. Next thing you know, I'll get a blowjob. And I think we're not hearing a, that give part a of blow the job. Yeah, we're not hearing that part of the story. I bet you if the dude was into, uh, if the guy, you know, tried to relate to him better, said, started talking about the ant for it or something, um, blowjobs would have happened for sure. Wait, who's telling who about the ant word? I'm just saying, if the gas station attendant started talking about the ant word or started singing a song, yeah. one of the ant word songs. If you talk to the, about the ant word to any guy from South Africa, he'll let you blow him. Guaranteed. Because that's their yeah. claim to fame. It's what other bands come from South Africa that anyone gives a shit about? Or it works heard? with Jeffrey. Yeah, no, my, my brother <laughs> would have just been, my, my brother would blow yeah, you. Yeah, the ant word, whatever. Uh, yeah, come on. Back in the bathroom. My brother would blow you if you could name just one Weird Al Yankovic song. If you can name one Weird Al song, my brother would probably uh, either blow you or definitely let you give him a blowjob. <laughs> it's like the Bloody Mary game, except you don't get three times. Don't even <laughs> say it once, or you're going to be in a bad situation. So he, he called back for uh, one more call here. Oh, good Lord. Oh, and I forgot to ask. This is Chris from South Africa. B, hey, did you ever learn Afrikaans? I was just wondering, because uh, uh, I'm the only one here in the South that speaks Afrikaans, and I was just—I was wondering if you learned any Afrikaans when you're in Santon. Anyway, cheers, X. You know, I actually did learn. Uh, I learned Afrikaans and I learned Zulu, but I forgot all the Afrikaans. I, I can remember a couple different words, but oh, you should Skype with this guy. He's homesick. I don't really remember the Afrikaans. Afrikaans well, was like Dutch. You could pick it back up. And the Jew, Jewish South Africans did not speak Afrikaans because they're all British, but it's the Dutch, like the, the Boers, the, uh, the Afrikaners that were, in, that were you know, the, in, in, responsible for apartheid. They're the ones who spoke Afrikaans. <laughs> but uh, we had a maid that was Zulu, and she taught me as a kid how to speak Zulu. You know how you pick up languages when you're a kid? Is that that shit with all the pops and shit? Like the clicks. Clicks and the pops? Yeah, like saubona means hello. Uh, what was it? What would you like? Means Ailan. Like you click. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, no, Seems I was like, like too much work. I was like a five-year-old, six-year-old kid, and she taught me all these words. And I would come hang out with her and the, all these Zulu dudes, and just be sitting there making clicks. And you know, uh, speaking, I don't like those languages. Laugh. I don't like those languages where you, it gives your mouth a workout. Like English, everything just kind of pours out. Blah 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 blah. Like a fucking uh, somebody playing a saw. What what about like Arabic where it's like ha ha ha, or even even like Spanish you like gotta roll your R's yeah, and like force the lisp, huh? That kind of rolls out. 
I like that one. Well, rolling a rolling a roar. No, fuck that. It's hard. What about the harsh Teutonic languages like German? I know. I was trying to speak German words when I was in Germany, and they're all like, oh, you're saying it wrong. I'm just like, no, I'm basically pronouncing the vowel exactly like you are, but because I'm not like clenching my jaw properly, you, you think I'm pronouncing it wrong. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I couldn't even, I, you know, it, honestly, I wouldn't even, I'm trying to think of, uh, when I was in Germany, there was, uh, I think it's the word for exit. I can't think of what it is right now, but we took a picture of it because uh, it was hilarious. Auschwart. That's what it is. Auschwart. Exit. And so I, I thought that was the funniest thing because, I don't know, I have the, the you know what this pronunciation? I mean, you know what this pronunciation thing is? It's a table-turning event because you know how... Uh, people from other countries are always like, oh, I think even people from the United Kingdom get this. You know, people from native English-speaking countries, they make fun of us. They're like, oh, you only know one language, you stupid Americans, you stupid Brits, you stupid Canadians, you stupid Australians. You only know English. I know five languages. But then when you go, and you're like, okay, yeah, I feel like a dumbass. But then you go, you do learn some words, or you learn a little bit of German or French or Spanish, and you try and talk to these people, and they're like, huh? What? I, I, let's you can't speak English. It properly. No, because they require you to pronounce their language in this very specific, distinct way. In now, the native sense. Yeah. But now turn it the other way. When a Spanish person comes to America and starts speaking completely broken, like mispronounced English, we totally get what they're saying. We're like, oh, yeah, I, I can tell what you're trying to say. Or we and try they get to all the vowels it out. wrong. Not, it's not even trying. We are people who natively speak English. We might not know a bunch of other languages, but we're able to process English spoken in a lot of way more different accents than those people are able to interpret their own language uh, in different accents. Yeah, but so I think fuck it's, you. But I think it's also our sense of superiority. It's like you should be speaking English, okay? So we're not going to bother learning your native tongue. Who speaks it? German in Germany, really? We speak English everywhere. And I think, it's, I think that's why we're like, okay, he's at least trying to speak the master tongue. That's why we give it, we, we try to understand it. Whereas I think when you go to their country and you're like, Oshfart, they just are like, oh, you're not, you're like, you're not what? saying it right. Like, oh, do you have another fucking word that sounds just <laughs> like that, but the vowel is slightly different? No, that's what I fucking mean, you fucking kraut. <laughs> When, when I was in Berlin, I, we, we got drunk with a, with a couple of Germans. And every time we passed by that Oshfart thing, I would just start laughing. And they're just like, why do you find that so funny? And whatever they spoke. And I was just like, I'm not even going to explain it to you. <laughs> the thing is, they know. They know, they know English know. and they know what fart means. Yeah. And it's like, Oshfart you have to really everywhere tell you? you look. It's a good, it's a good band name. Uh, people call Sigurong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, you can subscribe to the show right now on iTunes. Um, I know it was a we we've been having some difficulty with the with the host of the show and transferring yeah, old episodes. I'm gonna get the new show. The I'm gonna get the some of the uh, older episodes up on iTunes. Hopefully this week. We've been transferring everything to Blueberry. You can still listen to episodes off our website, or you can go to iTunes. I think the the most recent episodes are up there right now. Um, that's it's been such a bitch to get that transferred. It's been difficult. It's trials and tribulations. Of being a podcaster, yeah. You know, it's like, 
It's like the Holocaust. It's like enduring the Holocaust all over again. It is as difficult as as living through like being in a concentration camp, dealing with trying to same. transfer these art our archives to uh, iTunes, you know, and figuring out the complexities of the RSS feed. You know, honestly, I'd rather be cleaning out the crematorium. <laughs> I'd know, rather be, be trying to like find insects to eat. That would be easier. <laughs> is that insensitive? But anyway, Go to iTunes, you can listen to the show, subscribe, rate, comment, we appreciate it. Uh, sick or wrong store, people, I've said this before and I'll say it again. We only have smalls and mediums. <laughs> right now with the sick or wrong logo tees, don't order larges and extra larges or you're going to have to wait for us to get the new fucking shirt, okay? God, we've been getting all these people ordering larges and extra larges. You're, you're going to get your shirt soon. Are the new shirts coming? Why don't you just yeah, get them? Yes, they are fucking coming. God damn it, Wackerly. <laughs> okay well, people are ordering them i mean i know i know i gotta get the design it's more like a communist russia fucking bread store where there's like there's no bread <laughs> we have like, people smalls. want bread they have money have but there's no bread to buy it's the overweight people the big people oh. we, right. can, we can't we can't uh yeah we, no we, we can't please you. them anyway i'm gonna have the shirt coming out soon hopefully in a couple weeks and then you'll get your shirts then but um, in the meantime, I might actually post a preview of the shirt so I can get some listener feedback. But if you, want, if you're, if you can wear a smaller medium, just go to the Sick and Wrong store, sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, picked out by uh, none other than Lance Wackerly himself. I have no idea where he found this song, how he came well, about this song. this goes with the intro topic. It does go with the intro topic. How did you find this song? Uh, there's a guy on... Uh, actually, a LA radio station, but I listened to it over the internet. Uh, his name is Tim Conway Jr. Oh, and he played <laughs> the this son song? of Tim Conway. Uh, he has a great AM radio show. Not exactly like a podcast because it's you know it's like clean commercial radio. But uh, if you like AM radio, he's the best. Uh, son of Tim Conway, as pr- most people probably know from Dorf on Golf. <laughs> Dorf on Golf, I forgot about Maybe that. Maybe more famously from uh, the Carol Burnett show, but most people our age probably know Dorf better. Uh, but it's his son, and he does a great radio show, and he fucking pulled this shit out of his ass. He was talking about the Kardashians. You hmm. were talking about sort of fame whoring and not knowing what's appropriate and being famous for being famous. Uh, and he was like, eh, you remember... Uh, when the Kardashian mom had that song in the eighties, <laughs> there's a video and everything. Really? And it's fucking. It's like it. It. This is like an atro- atrocity <laughs> on humanity. Speaking of Auschwitz, when you fucking hear and watch the video. Well, the the mom. It's what's the, the worst mom's thing name? you can imagine. It's uh, Chris. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner, and she's she the original. She was Chris Kardashian, but then she married. Uh, the Jenner guy, and now that's a whole. We can't even know. We have time to get into that guy. But she's problems. the original fame whore pig. Who just started it all. What I didn't realize is this was all going on before she even, or, you know, the kids, she had the kids probably, but they were still young and they were not famous yet. She was already fame whoring. Yeah, I mean, she was back in the day. She really innovated it. She's like, I'm not famous. I just have a rich husband. Make this video. And because my rich husband is like the lawyer to the stars, I'll force a bunch of these guys to be in my video. She came up with the shit. Do you think if you could go back in time and, like, when she's pregnant with one of the first one or whatever and just get her, would you, you get you her really t- drunk and take her roller skating? <laughs> if you had a time machine and you could go back in time and kill one person, would you kill Hitler <laughs> or, or Chris the Jenner. Kardashian mom? Yeah, I think you know the answer. Yeah, I think I know the answer, too. So the song is called I Love My Friends. It's by Chris Jenner. 
obviously paid. Do you think it was paid for by Bruce Jenner or by the Kardashian? No, no, this is pre-Jenner. This so is this uh, is pre-Jenner. the Kardashian guy. This so is this Kardashian is when lawyer. it was Chris Kardashian. OJ's lawyer. OJ's lawyer. And OJ has a cameo, right? Which is great. Yeah, and it, you see if you can listen to the song and point out where OJ chimes in. Anyway, the song sucks. If you watch the video, it's much more obvious. <laughs> it's called I Love My OJ's Friends standing there. by Chris Jenner. Anyway, people, happy tequila day. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, episode 443. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night. Buenas noches. <laughs> November 5th, and now I'm 30, riding down my highway with my friends at my side. My life without them wouldn't be complete, they are my joy and pride. I've learned a lot from all my good friends about turning 30. I'm the last to reach that stop. We're gonna party till we just can't party no more.
fucking. Am I gonna get cornholed? Getting cornholed. Cornholing? Enjoying getting cornholed. Oh my god, yeah, do it! <laughs> Fuck me in my brown eye! <laughs>